baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. Good afternoon. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS political reporter and host of the State of California, along with Patty Rising and Brett Burkhart. Republican lawmakers in Sacramento say they've got the answer to California's recent surge in violent crime, including a wave of mass shootings. Republican members of the state assembly gathered on the steps of the state capitol today to unveil a package of bills they say will help law enforcement and crime victims. While Democrats call for more gun control, their GOP counterparts say California needs to better enforce the laws that are already on the books and give police more tools to prevent violent crime in the first place. For more, we're joined live today on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by Assemblymember James Gallagher of Yuba City. He is the Republican leader in the state assembly. Thank you so much for being with us, sir. Uh, you know, so you laid out your anti-crime legislative agenda this afternoon, and you were quite vocal about, about the lack of enforcement of the law that prevents certain Californians from owning guns, but thousands of them have them anyway. How, how can the state better enforce that law? Yeah, well, first, thanks for having me on uh, this afternoon. Appreciate it. Um, and yeah, I mean, that is one big issue. I mean, and the, the program that we have is called APPS, um, and the whole idea is that you know, the Department of Justice runs it, and the whole idea is that you go out and disarm uh, people that are felons or, or have shown mental you know, severe mental illness and are prohibited, they're already prohibited from having firearms. Well, there's been a backlog there for years. I mean, under successive attorneys general, that backlog has not gotten cleared. Um, you know, whether you're talking about Kamala Harris or Javier Becerra uh, and now um, uh, Mr. Bonta, uh, it hasn't gotten cleared. There's 24,000 uh, individuals out there that we know of that have guns today that shouldn't, and we haven't gotten out there and cleared it. Now, what's the answer? Part of it is funding, but we've actually funded it in, in successive budgets. We've funded the program and provided more money, um, but the job's just not getting executed uh, you know, by the DOJ and local law enforcement working together to go out and disarm these folks. Um, so to me, that seems like pretty low-hanging fruit uh, on the gun violence issue is to start by getting guns out of the hands of people who shouldn't have them. You know, the package that you and your colleagues unveiled today notably does not include any new gun control measures. How do you reconcile your tough-on-crime proposal while not addressing gun safety? Well, they actually do. Um, so, for one, for instance, we have a bill that would bring back gun enhancements, um, uh, sentencing enhancements. So, a few years back, through some legislation that was passed, that was removed. So, using, the, using a gun uh, in the commission of a dangerous of, of a crime... Uh, that enhancement was taken away. We would bring it back. Um, so, you know, I think that that is, you know, it's, that sent the wrong message to begin with. I I'm not sure what, you know, the Democrats and Newsom were thinking about in terms of, you know, passing and signing that legislation. Uh, we would bring that back. But look, the, the fact of the matter is we have over 100 gun laws in California, and they don't really seem to be doing the job of stopping gun violence. 
you know, there's something deeper here. I mean, part of it is, you know, this lawlessness that has sort of been created in California where there really is no penalty for crime. Um, we think that's a big part of it. But it's also like getting at how do we stop these dangerous individuals from getting to that point in the first place? You know, whether it's someone that's suffering from s- severe mental illness, uh, the criminals that we know are committing crimes. That was the case with the Sacramento mass shooter. You know, a guy that was released from his prison term after four years when it should have been a 10-year prison term. That's another problem. We're releasing people early with automatic credits without showing real rehabilitation. Um, and those people are out on the streets committing crimes. Um, so we think that the focus really needs to be more on the underlying issues of, of, of the criminal element, mental health issues, Um you know, PPIC pointed out that actually, you know, four out of five mass shooters show exhibit uh, signs before they, you know, carry out these atrocities. Why don't we hone in on what those signs are and how we can better deter people from getting to that point so these things don't happen? Um, and look, I'll, I'll just, from my own personal experience, I'll tell you, you know, when I was 11 years old, Lynnhurst High School happened. Mass shooting in Northern California. I remember it vividly. Um, it was a terrible a terrible day. Um, but back then in 1992, that was the only mass shooting that I remember happening that year. We had 49 mass shootings last year, 49. Uh, I mean, that's not a great stat. And the, I mean, the governor has to admit that, you know, these things are definitely, that's, it's not getting the job done to stop these, you know, atrocities from happening. We need to go deeper. We need to find different, um, you know, ways of stopping these, these things from happening. Your caucus has been highly critical of Proposition 57 and say it's not working and it's allowing too many nonviolent felons back out on the streets. How would you fix that? Um, well, one, I think that we need to actually focus in on uh, what is what does real rehabilitation look like? Um, you know, we are not opposed to second chances. In fact, a lot of Republicans have been supportive of, of the federal First Step Act. Um, you know, we think there are good things that can be put in place to help to help get people back into a productive life, even after they've committed, you know, serious crimes. Um, but with Prop 57 and then the implementation of Prop 57, we've had CDCR implement emergency regulations that have allowed for these, you know, automatic credits to be granted to people to some very serious folks that haven't shown an ounce of rehabilitation. They haven't shown that they're taking, you know, certain classes to deal with, say, anger management issues or, or you know, getting certain types of education to ensure that when they get out, you know, they're going to be in a, in a more productive, you know, mindset, that they've shown remorse, you know, for their crimes. Instead, what we're seeing is automatic credits being granted, and there's not a lot of transparency of how, over how those calculations are occurred. So when I mentioned Smiley Martin, the mass shooter in Sacramento, he was released, you know, using these these regulations. Automatic credits were uh, were granted to him, and he only served four years of a 10-year sentence. We need more transparency on this, and that's, we actually have a bill to do just that. Um, And we need to, you know, I think there needs to be a greater focus on making sure that people are actually rehabilitated um, before they're released, and that we see some real evidence of that um, before we're releasing people from prison. 
As you well know, Republicans are a very small minority in the state legislature these days. How much support is there from the Democrats for any of the bills that were unveiled today? What are the chances any of these newly introduced ideas can actually become law? Well, I mean, actually, you've seen uh, a lot of Democrats even introduce similar bills uh, in previous sessions, especially in the in the retail theft and, um, you know, petty theft area, reforming Prop 47. Uh, they've run into the same problem that we all run into, which is the Public Safety Committee uh, in the Assembly, uh, where bills don't even get a hearing or they're voted down uh, in that committee and aren't able to move forward, um, you know, largely because of the chairman's influence. Um you know, there's 80 people in the assembly, uh, and I and and I would venture, uh, you know, I would say that there's probably a majority, Republicans and Democrats, who want to support some of these proposals. You know, reform, reasonable reforms to Prop 47, stopping these, you know, this retail theft and this, you know, uh, organized retail theft that's going on. Smash, you know, greater penalties for you know, repeat smash and grab uh, offenders, uh, tackling fentanyl. And making sure that there's real penalties, you know, for people who are, you know, getting dangerous fentanyl into our schools and, and killing our kids. Um, you know, we, we have reforms on that. And I think there's going to be bipartisan for, uh, support uh, for many of these types of measures. Um, but it's a matter of, hey, can this get through the Public Safety Committee? All right. Well, thank you so much for your time. Uh, good luck. Assembly Republican Leader James Gallagher checking in with his party's uh, proposals to tackle violent crime in California. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.